0: is
1: urgent care urgent (laughs) care
0: urgent care care is the place you go when you don't have any other option
1: urgent care
0: urgent care I see a lot of myself in this collar
2: same here (laughs) just sort of a traditional siren for you this week
0: (laughs) Back to basics I think that's something Joel and I've been talking about a lot off pod Mm -hmm. And to be fair we don't remember what the podcast Used to be like at all Mm -hmm. Um, But uh, this is sort of the This is um Urgent Care Unplugged is yeah, exactly. this episode.
2: <laughs> what the podcast is now is Urgent Care. And <laughs> who I am now is Joel Kim Booster. And who you are is... Mitra Jahari. I wanted to say that. I did want to say that.
0: That's good. I wanted to say it too, so I did.
2: <laughs> <laughs> and we are famously an advice pod and an award-winning podcast. Nice it, is,
0: um, it is so funny that we get to say that. I mean, <laughs> <we will.
2: laughs> what, a, what a gift that the Golden Cranes has given us is that we can now say every single episode that we are an award-winning podcast. And no That's one can like, take that away from us.
3: It
0: just is true. <laughs> <laughs> and um, you, And you specifically are an award-winning podcaster. podcaster.
2: Podcast her. Podcast her. Oh wow, <laughs> we're starting early. She's starting. She's starting yeah <laughs> oh god well Hi, how, how the hell are you <laughs>
0: um you know this uh so we, we as as the listeners know at this point we record the podcast um early like a week mm-hmm. early each time so last week when we came out uh the l- we did not know that there was going to be um, a, a siege, a siege <laughs> so, yeah. and our, and our listeners are smart and they know, and they've already sent emails being like, how cute that you guys didn't know that that was going to happen. So since then that has happened. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, I'm, I'm like so numb, yeah. <laughs> I guess is how I feel. Um, in therapy today, I didn't even talk about it. Like I, <laughs> I just feel so like, um. Yeah. Numb. I guess is the word. Um. Numb's the word. Um. That's. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I another was another name. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> N- numbs the her. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah. I don't know. I was like, like a like. I feel all. I guess I. I like. I cycled through the things that everyone felt so quickly, and then went to being like glazed over so fast. Mm-hmm. Um. I don't know. I, uh, I, like, I feel like, you know, other than that, <laughs> like, fine. I, I feel scared of COVID in LA, um, scared of everything. But um, I decided to copy you and I've been drinking a lot more water. That was sort of my wow. reaction to the siege on our nation's capital was, you know what? I, I'm going to drink more water. <laughs>
2: And how does and, and that's about the only thing we can do at this point about the siege on our nation's capital is drink more <laughs> water. Really, it's li-
0: Literally it really like, sent
2: us into the arms of big water.
0: I was like, what's like one little thing I can do that will make me feel better about myself and my life? And I was like, you know what? I'm, I'm really I know that I'm really dehydrated. <laughs> so, um, yeah. How are you?
2: <laughs> I am feeling in such a funk. And can I tell you, though, that. Even though I'm feeling in a funk, I, I, there is something about it where I'm now recognizing the cycle of like feeling shitty and then knowing there's something comforting about knowing that I've been here before, that I have been at the place where I'm like, the last thing I want to do is record a podcast today. <laughs> the, the only thing I want to do is lay in my bed and think about the siege. Mm-hmm. You know, I haven't had a fun, a funny thought in days. Mm-hmm. I, you know, I can't, I can't do it. I just can't be funny right now. Like on Sunday, I just tweeted out a picture of Corey Stoll in the bath, and it, the <gasps> caption was "Corey Stoll in a bath," and that's about the extent of how my comedic brain is working right but
0: now. But you contributed.
2: I did. I was putting <laughs> you something, put something out, out, out there. The world.
0: And I think that I would like to see that. Yeah,
2: <laughs> well, go go to my Twitter feed, babe. Okay. Um, I'll send you a link. Thank but <laughs> there is something nice about knowing that like, oh, I felt this way before. And then I I know that I eventually will not feel this way. And mm-hmm. that is comforting to know that there are there are cycles within the pandemic. Um
0: yeah. It's been lasting long enough that we can have cycles, but I do feel that way too. I think, uh, I, I, and I think it's a good life lesson. I think there's like very little positive to take out of this period of time, but I do think I'm, I have, we're spending more time than ever with ourselves yeah. and, uh, having, a, a, too much time to think about like who we are and what we're like. And now I'm learning, Oh, I, I, I go through really dark cycles and, and, but the good news is they, they, they end.
2: Well, and Sometimes. I think that, like, I'm sure that I probably go through these cycles in my normal life, too. But because the world feels so static, like, mm-hmm. the there is nothing to color the cycles anymore. So because my world is sort of standing still, the backdrop is standing still, there is nothing for, to distract me from, from noticing the intricacies of, like, when I'm feeling slightly down and when I'm feeling slightly up. And it's torturous. It's really torturous. But... Here,
0: but it's nice that you're learning something about yourself. Shut in- up. <laughs> Shut the
2: fuck up. Nobody wants to hear that. I
0: mean, I would rather feel nothing, yeah. <laughs> I would rather go through my life not knowing that I feel a constant low hum of sadness at all times.
2: But, but we don't always get what we want. That's true. And what we want right now is to go through these updates. So, yes. Let's do that. Um,
0: oh, also, I'm still doing the artist way. That I oh, you are. Our listeners. <laughs> How long is the artist way? <clears throat> I don't know. I I like weeks. I don't know. Um, but but I don't I don't I don't do it totally. But I have I have done morning pages every day uh, since I announced that I was doing the artist way, and that has Great. been really nice. Um, do you
2: think that part of the reason you're still doing the artist way is because? You announced that you were doing The Artist's Way on this podcast and now you're obligated to do it.
0: Shame, accountability. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I totally. But th- that's why I'm like, I need to just keep saying that I'm doing it because I. when I stop talking about it, you'll know that I've given up. But I'm not even doing it right. But I am doing something. So I will choose to celebrate that. I'm not going to
2: interrogate <laughs> that any further. I'm not going to push you on that. So. That's a good
0: friend. and that's a good friend
2: (laughs) (laughs) and that's a good friend (laughs) so let's do this update Mitra why don't you read this one
0: Okay, Hi, Mitra and Joel, Joel and Mitra. I wanted to share my unsolicited bisexual <laughs> unsolicited bisexual opinion with that should be the ti- That should actually be the title of the podcast. <laughs> <Yeah>. Unsolicited <laughs> bisexual, bisexual opinion. The musical. <laughs> I wanted to share my unsolicited bisexual opinion with Borman Missionaire She. Okay,
2: so Borman Missionaire She was our friend who was a janitor who felt that they were too boring. And Mm -hmm. wanted to know how to be less boring. And
0: I love this email. Um, (laughs) I uniquely love this email. Something that worked well for me whenever I feel boring, I ask questions with a lot of follow-ups. Like when I was home for the holidays, I'd been sitting in silence with my dad for 20 minutes. So I asked him out of the blue, do you have any regrets? And it led to an hour-long conversation. It feels like a lot less work than trying to be interesting myself. So I let the other person feel interesting instead. Anyway, hope this wasn't a waste of inbox space, XX. I loved this.
2: Yeah, this was a a really simple suggestion that I think is often overlooked in our quest to be less boring, which is maybe just let the other person be interesting.
0: Mm -hmm.
2: And I got to tell you, lots of people love to feel interesting, even when they're not.
0: Yeah. And and it's a lot easier to think of things to say when someone else is doing most of the saying. Yeah,
2: exactly. (laughs) We actually got a lot of emails and calls about Borman Missionary. Um, One person suggested going um, not just to Reddit, but Facebook and specifically suggested the Who Weekly Facebook page. Apparently that is a big um, community that you can plug into.
0: I already have dm'd Lindsay Webber, but I've been listening to Who Weekly pretty religiously during quarantine and love it so much. Yeah, um, so. and I loved that email. Uh, it is just like so fun and they're so funny and silly and it um,
2: And apparently has a very robust online community that of listenership uh, listenership. So I'm having a stroke. I cannot speak anymore about this <laughs> issue. We must <laughs> move on. <laughs> um, this next voicemail update is from um, Baby Jesus, um, which was our gentleman caller who uh, his mom was blind and he could not go home for Christmas and he wanted to know what he could do to make her Christmas a little special. And this is a sweet update. So let's play it.
1: Hi, Joel and Mitra Matron. Matron Joel and newcomer Chelsea. Love you all equally. This is Baby <laughs> Jesus. I'm calling in for a little update. We ended up sending my mom a video of us singing two different uh christmas karaoke songs <laughs> every day for 12 days leading up to christmas um she loved hearing the songs and my dad would describe to her what we were wearing and doing and stuff so she really liked that and then we also sent her some potato balls from portos because that's her favorite favorite thing when she comes to visit la so they like couldn't stop talking about that so thank you for your suggestions i think uh she had a really good christmas even though none of us were there and we zoomed and stuff too so that was nice i love you both so much and sit on my face bye
2: wow a happy ending a happy ending for one of our callers which is not always the case which is not always
0: the case. I have not often the case. It's not often the case. Yeah.
2: Um, which is so w- a sweet. good segue for our next update, which is from She's All Fap, who was um, our call, <laughs> our, ch- our chef who um, was seeing a guy who was addicted to porn, who wanted her to send him videos that he could jerk off to. Mm-hmm. And um, let's hear from She's All Fap. Hi, Jolamidra.
4: This is She's All Fap from several episodes ago I'm calling with an update unfortunately it is a bad one although your advice (laughs) was rock solid um you said something that really you know cut to the core you're like there's a world in which you feel safe doing this and I ended up just sending the video to this guy anyway um which ended up being a mistake because he was fully seeing someone else and lying to me about it and um when I when he ended up dumping me, and I asked him to delete those videos. He was really dodgy about it, and ended up not deleting a lot of them off of his phone and computer. So, overall, I should have listened to y'all earlier. That was my my mistake. Um, but I do have some sexy videos stashed that I might sell for money because I'm also broke. Uh, I'm also organized, her by the way. So, oh, wow. um, yeah. Anyway, thank you all for the advice. I'm sad, but it's for the best. Um, Yeah. Have a good
2: one. Happy New Year. So not good news, not good update here, but also a cautionary tale that if you don't take our advice, something bad will happen. No. (laughs) (laughs) No.
0: The advice is trust your gut. (laughs) Yeah. Trust your gut. <laughs> but also, if you love those bids and want to make money off of them, go That's off. Sick.
2: That is go sick. off. She's all yeah. fab.
0: <laughs> I cannot believe how bad our names are. Every week I go, what?
2: (laughs) And Chelsea, producer Chelsea, newcomer Chelsea just revealed to us that she's now started a spreadsheet of the names and who the callers are, which is to see them all listed in one place back to back to back is, oh man. It's It's going to make me fucking
0: sick. Real (laughs) gut punch.
2: Because we only
0: have to relive if, if you call us and update us (laughs) or give us suggestions. Which we
2: love. We love, we love, we love the updates. Please. Oh, Always update us. Even if yes. you didn't take our advice, we want to know how things turned out for you. Um, and you can do that. You can either write us an email at urgentcarepod at gmail.com.
0: <gasps> so that is at urgentcarepod pod. at gmail.com.
2: Pod. Uh, <laughs> or you can call us at 323-334-0371. <laughs> Um and I guess we only have about 12 people that listen to the pod that call with different issues each week. It
0: is a it is a gorgeous rotation of eight by women. Sort
2: of. <laughs> <laughs> and we celebrate in. you. Yeah. I don't even remember what organized her was about, but uh what one of our better or I actually one of our worst names.
0: Okay, but they're all the best and the worst because none yeah. of them are good. <laughs> they're exactly. all tied for last place. <laughs> exactly,
2: exactly that. And um, while Mitra and I sort of take a moment to recover from hearing these names once again, we're going to take a <laughs> quick break. And when we come back, after we have both made peace with how bad we are at this job,
0: well, it's going to be a long break because Borman Missionary. She, we really owe, uh, we owe a written apology to, <laughs> to each individual listener for that. Me too.
2: We really do, so we're we're gonna take to t- t- take a break. <laughs> See, this is bad. This is Something bad. This is, a, is normally happening. this doesn't happen until the very end of the podcast. So the fact that this is happening at the top of the podcast does not <laughs> bode well for how the rest of this is going to go. What so are you, I need me, to trying to read an email? <laughs> Oof. So let's take a break, and when we come back, we'll dive in with your calls and emails.
0: And we're back. And we have lost Joel. (laughs) 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 We miss you. I will, of course, be carrying on solo.
2: (laughs) I'd be so mad if you replaced me after I died.
0: Oh, no. I mean, I... Imagine sometimes I think about though um, that though with with like like with Debras I'm like what would happen like it would have to end but I'm like wouldn't I told Sandy and Alyssa I was like if if I die just put Sunita in No,
2: <laughs> no I think you should replace any no matter who drops out or perishes or um gets uh, kicked out of the group mm-hmm. Debras I think you should replace whoever leaves with Rose McAllen. <laughs> 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 Just like they did on the hit television series Charmed. Oh
0: okay? my god!
2: <laughs> Imagining Rose McGowan doing Three Busy Debras is wow, Rose McGowan really gonna...
0: looking off into the middle distance, going, "I love garbage."
3: <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, that's going to carry me through. Um, so let's get into this. Let's do it. <laughs> okay, I'll I'll read this one. Hello, Mitra and Joel and lovely Chelsea. They cannot... Resist putting an adjective in front of Chelsea's name. Newcomer (laughs) Chelsea, hot producer Chelsea, lovely Chelsea. Really, something is something is amiss. I don't know. I don't know what's going on. And
0: yet, we are simply Mitr and Joel. Exactly.
2: (laughs) Interesting. Interesting. Anyways, Hmm. so a month ago, my roommate had this girl he met through the uh, the dating app League come visit. He was really excited about her coming, but the day before she meant to come, she was acting really strange and insisted on doing the five hour drive that night. Apparently, she was acting so strange that my roommate had told her not to come anymore and that he didn't want to see her ever. My roommate warned me not to answer the door if she came and to be careful. But none The less, she did the five hour drive anyway and showed up at our door around 2 a.m. I was fully eavesdropping on what was going down. Basically, he was trying to tell her to leave, give her hotel recommendations, etc. But somehow, she managed to stay the night in our house. I figured she'd just leave the next morning, but she ended up staying for three days. (laughs) The entire time, both me and my roommate were super uncomfortable. They barely spoke the entire time she was there. They just silently did work together in the kitchen. Apparently, she thought it was totally normal and quality time that they had been spending together. Once she she was finally gone, my roommate admitted how weird it was and that he wasn't going to talk to her ever again. I even found sticky note reminders laying around saying don't call her. Okay, great, right? The bonkers girl is gone forever. Except no, my roommate just told me that he's going to be visiting her this weekend. How do I convince my roommate that she is bonkers and he shouldn't date her? My pronouns are she, her. Would love some advice. Thank you both. Um Oh, and my. apparently she works for the evil side of finance. That's the other um, postscript that we received. Um, so she has oh. a, a, an evil job as well. Um, the girl visiting, not our not the girl our, visiting, um, not our our our, our chef. Um, our chef, of course. Chef.
0: Um, oh, my God. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> OK. <laughs> um, scariest horror story ever told. Um,
2: yeah. um, campfire vibes. Um horror vibes, Stephen King vibes.
0: Um Stephen Stephen Queen vibes. <laughs>
2: Stephen Queen. And I think we have our winner here. Stephen Queen. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> well, here we are. Here we are.
0: Um okay. Uh so I I mean you can't make him not date her. You can say you don't want this person in your house. Yes. Like that is something that is totally in bounds. It's so crazy that she stayed for 3 days after you told her not to come in. I mean, I think it's worth having a conversation being like what changed? If you yeah. haven't already, like why do you want to go see her? Because he's your roommate is clearly tormented by this relationship. Um but definitely, if you are uncomfortable, and it sounds like you are, you can definitely say she's not allowed in
2: our house. Exactly. You need to lay down your life to protect your roommate. In this case, it is saying she. you can go, you can drive the five hours to visit this bonkers girl But she is not allowed back in our house, and that will hopefully be such a barrier to entry for him that he will reconsider the possibility of dating this person. I have to say though, they definitely fucked in those three days. They definitely fucked,
0: and
2: the the sex was crazy.
0: It must have been amazing. That's the whole time I was listening to this. I was like, she must, she something incredible, something that I will never. Yeah. If she got up on his dick happened. and
2: spun around like the fucking Exorcist, like
0: there, <laughs> Linda Blair vibes. <laughs>
2: yeah, because there's no other, there's no reasonable explanation for why this man would drive five hours to see her. Like I, there's, there, it's, it's crazy.
0: It's crazy. I mean, I like, and we jo- we don't like the-
2: to use that word on this podcast, but no. this is crazy. <laughs>
0: As someone who has driven hours for sex, I've never thought it was worth it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and this person clearly thinks, your your roommate thinks it's worth it. So something she's doing, I, well, you know what you should do is be like, what, what the hell is she doing? And take notes, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Let us know.
2: <laughs> Call her up. Uh, yeah. Ba-
0: um, ban her from your home. Um and your hopefully your roommate will listen and understand um have that conversation and yeah hopefully it will hopefully a person being banned from his home uh will be enough to make him reconsider having a relationship with her but who probably not who knows you're not gonna you can't make him do anything but you can protect yourself and your space
2: circle your apartment in salt because this girl (laughs) is a witch (laughs) (laughs) her pussy is magic
0: I mean you know I I would love to experience whatever the fuck (laughs) (laughs) your roommate is experiencing I'd love to be able to give someone that (laughs) I know that I can't
2: Imagine the, um, the the privilege. This girl must be smoking hot too, because to have the guts to drive five hours after being expressly told not to come, yes, and know that you will get what you want. Like this that's, girl, that's like hot in junior high type exactly. shit.
0: And and stayed hot. <laughs> when somebody says no to me, I go. If I break, if I don't, if I don't do what they say, I will be killed. <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah, maybe yeah ask
2: him if she has something on him maybe it's a blackmail situation i don't know but i
0: know i say this a lot but i really really want an update i really want to know why i want photos of this person yeah. <laughs> i really want to know everything about this situation the, the sticky note thing i mean it's just like
2: yeah why would you need <sighs> to be reminded not to see this person again that's That's psycho. Sex,
0: sex, sex, Yeah. (laughs) It has to be. I mean, if it's, let us know if it's not. Like, if it's something else, (laughs) we want to know. I really, I want to understand. Yeah. But I am scared. I'm I'm even scared scared to to evoke this person. Yeah. (laughs) I hope she doesn't find
2: out about this podcast.
0: (laughs) Make sure she's not one one of the millions of her urgent care
2: listeners. Exactly. You know what? Yeah, please don't bring this up. Please don't tell her that you did this. We don't want to be involved with her.
0: Well, maybe she was able to stay up because she was laughing all the way (laughs) on her long drive (laughs) listening to urgent care (laughs) podcast.
2: (laughs) No, I have a feeling this lady drove five hours in silence. Uh, (laughs) Or listening to the
0: same song over and over again. (laughs) Katy Perry's Circle the Drain.
2: Exactly. (laughs)
0: <laughs> have you heard that song <laughs>
2: yeah oh yeah i've i've heard every Katy perry song
0: i don't know why that i just picture like a blo- like a gorgeous symmetrical blonde white knuckling listening to <laughs> circle the train for no. five hours straight pissing into a diaper
2: yeah exactly i was about to say she is that astronaut who drove in a diaper across country um
0: and and we salute her.
2: And we salute her and we salute you. The only person we don't salute in this situation is your roommate.
0: <laughs> Good luck. Good luck. <laughs> okay. All right, next we, call.
2: We have a call.
0: Wow. Finally.
3: A gift. Hello, um, Joel and Mitra. Um, I'm calling in regards to my relationship with my boyfriend. Um, we're 22 and we have been in a relationship for, like, four or five months. Um, it got really hot and heavy very quickly. Um, and I've been thinking, I, I do love him, and I love the relationship that we have, but I think we're just too young to be exclusive right now. And I, I think it'd be, we'd benefit from an open relationship. Um, and I know he is very much against open relationships. He brushed past this topic before. I don't know how to bring this up to him um, properly. You know, I don't want to scare him away. I don't want to break up with him. But I do want an open relationship. I need to get my L out. We're only 22, by the way, so I just think it's really early for us to be exclusive. Um, yeah. Thank you. I have I'm doing this right. I've never left a voicemail before.
0: Never.
2: He's twenty-two, babe. He's young. Never. It is absolutely possible he's never left a voicemail before.
0: I feel sick. <laughs> <laughs> never. Okay. Um, yeah. So wow.
2: monogamish, monogamy, a child, babies, <laughs> daycare.
0: Um, Alexander Graham Bell. Alexander <laughs> <laughs> Graham
2: Bell. <laughs> sort of um muppet babies monogamy babies um
0: um ha- <laughs> I'm obsessed with the, I can't get over the that he's never thing. left a
2: voicemail before yeah <laughs>
0: um well we we did take we popped the cherry so that feels good um anagashi but yeah, I was going to say Monagahee.
2: That feels Managahi, bad. But Managahi. unfortunately, here we are. Here oh. we are. What are you doing? <laughs> I was playing Blister's with a match. <laughs> li- Mitra is literally playing with fire on Zoom right now.
0: I'm sorry I did that. <laughs>
2: Why?
0: I was just looking at the candle and I I'd already... <laughs> I don't know I had The name is
2: so bad The name is so bad That Mitra is holding her hand Above a candle right now She is burning her own flesh
0: No I I put the match That I'd already used Into the candle I relit the match I'd already used I didn't mean to I was just like (laughs)
2: <laughs> she know. was so depressed about the name
0: I, I was so tormented by the name that I went We gotta burn it all down Um, And, and I, I, I really him. did almost set myself on fire Because I panicked about uh, relighting the used match And then I just dropped the match <laughs> Onto hardwood But I yeah, nothing caught fire
2: The more you explain it, the less it makes sense
0: I don't feel <laughs> good. I I'm not proud of what I just did, but I I felt the need to be transparent with our listeners, our chefs, because they deserve that, and yeah. so do you.
2: <laughs> yes, Sorry chef. that
0: I did that. Um. Okay. So you can't like coerce someone into having an open mm-hmm. relationship, you can't force it. Um. I, I I just think like you you are more than welcome to bring it up again, since you just brushed past it. Like you can have a real like, sit-down conversation about it. That That's okay.
2: Well, here's what I want to say really quickly up top about open relationships in general. And and I, th- I think there's this misconception about them that every open relationship is created equally and is the same. And it's sort of wild abandon. Everyone's doing what they want. Um, and that's not true. Like, every monogamous relationship has a different set of rules and is s- formed differently. And the same is true of open relationships. And I think... Maybe what you need to do is really define what you want and what an open relationship means to you and mm-hmm. th- see if there's any space in between what he thinks an open relationship is and what you think an open relationship is. And maybe there are different definitions. And maybe there's something that there's a happy medium here. Like maybe he's OK with threesomes. Maybe he's OK if you guys play together, but just doesn't want you guys playing separately. And that might scratch that itch while still allowing you to be in a relationship with this person. Um, so that's the first thing I would do is really define what you're talking about when you talk about an open relationship and really get from him what he doesn't want about uh, about an re- open relationship and what about it makes him uncomfortable.
0: Right. Because I think there are a lot of people who are like either unfamiliar or newer to that kind of thing who think it's like Open relationship means you do whatever the fuck you want, whenever the fuck you want it, but you also have a boyfriend or whatever it is. Like I think laying down the law is good, but also like not you can't make your boyfriend do something that he's not comfortable yes. with. And if that means you don't have a boyfriend, then that's what that means. Like the priority should be your partner who you love and and you, you should you should be happy and satisfied too, but there there might be those two, your partner being happy and you being happy, might be incompatible. Yeah. So, no
2: and matter what, and that's part you need of being a in a relationship early in your life like this is figuring out what's untenable and what is. And so, I know you say you don't want to break up with him, but the fact is, is you're looking at either a relationship where one of you is unhappy or a relationship that has an expiration date. Mm-hmm. immediately on it because what you're going to end up doing if he doesn't want any semblance of an open relationship is you'll say okay i can do this for a while mm-hmm. but you know you'll eventually break up and so i or guess cheat, i gotta or ask or you, be
0: resentful or angry or whatever
2: yeah so i i think that there is something to be said for sort of if you know it's not a forever relationship, why not, you know, ride it out a little bit longer? But I do think that you ultimately have to really consider the option of breaking up because you're just not ultimately compatible if this is how you're viewing your sexualities.
0: Because you can – you this is a part of – being compatible in a relationship. You can have a great time together and have great sex and all that stuff. But if what you want out of a relationship does not align with what the other person wants in terms of open, monogamous, whatever it is, then that is, that's a really important thing. And you won't be happy in the long run, but also it's COVID. So it's like, I don't know that I feel like that's also for now at
2: least. Why not just
0: right? Like if you're having fun, it's like, I don't know, like how, how, I, I don't know I don't know like what you are specifically looking for, but like I don't know how open really you can be in this time, or or like what depending on what you want, you might not even be able to get that anyway in this time. Mm-hmm. So that might be um an important factor as Yeah. Well. So
2: you might just want to table this discussion until post pandemic anyways.
0: Yeah. Or you- maybe you're you're living that sort of rock and roll um Yes.
2: And no judgment either way. Yeah. We but- love you. We care about you. We just want you to be happy, please,
0: please, 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 please.
2: Email us if you're happy.
0: Email us if you're happy. Update us if you're
3: happy. Please,
2: Um, or email us if you took this advice and are deeply unhappy. You broke up with your boyfriend and now you're unhappy. But I really do hope, though, that there is some middle ground that your boyfriend just has a different conception of what an open relationship is than what you're presenting to him. And I really hope that you can find some common ground on on, on what your needs are, because yeah. it sounds like you got a good thing, but it might not be a forever thing. Rooting for you. Rooting for you till the very end, until you inevitably <laughs> break up.
0: Um, no every every relationship lasts forever. <laughs> Next voicemail.
2: Um, actually, let's take a break first, oh, okay? Fine. Let's take a, a quick break because last week we forgot. Okay, and and, and we were raked over the. Brian for was it.
0: so mad at us. He was, was so screaming,
2: so <laughs> screaming at us. Said All some, caps emails
0: said some really
2: really ugly stuff. <laughs> we can't take it back. We can't take it back. Once it's been said, it can't be unsaid. And it was really really harsh and racially tinged. <laughs>
0: Literally is so nice. Okay, the
2: nicest person person on the team. Um, (laughs) Let's take a break,
0: and we're back. Um, We um, we meant all that stuff that we said about Ryan.
2: (laughs) Ryan's going away. He's going through some sensitivity training, and he'll be back. R A P Ryan.
0: And he's back, and nicer than
2: ever. (laughs) It's quick. So let's listen to this next call.
5: Hi, Joel and Mitra. My name... I was going to say my name. Good fucking Lord. I am a uh, queer man from Texas, and I desperately need your advice. Um, I have a straight breast friend who just recently moved back from out of state, and he's been crashing with me for... Um, a little while but I just recently found out that he plans on um, staying with me for six months and it wasn't something that we like necessarily agreed upon he just kind of thought it would be cool because we're just so close and it is cool but I have brought up the idea of like him paying bills and he's not necessarily a fan of it like I feel like he always gives me the runaround, and I'm just I feel really stuck because I don't want to look like the bad guy and ask him for money, but also I can't afford to financially support him. And not to mention the fact that I would be losing a lot, a lot of like um, privacy and freedom just because he's sleeping on my couch. That's right next to the wall. That's right next to my bed. And anytime I bring uh, a hookup over or someone that I'm seeing, I just I don't, want to, I don't want him to hear me hooking up with someone. And I just don't know how to tell him that these are all of my issues without sounding like I'm trying to kick him out. I might redo this voicemail, honestly. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. Please help.
2: <laughs> and readers, he did not redo the email, the voicemail. <laughs>
0: And I, I thought the voicemail was great.
2: Yeah, I thought it was great.
0: Perfectly good voicemail. Um, I mean, other okay. than the
2: fact that he almost doxed himself, idiot. That's
0: true. Wow. Messed up. Um, okay, so we've got a couch surfer, um, mm. someone imposing.
2: Yeah. Um, sort of a Kool Aid man surfing in, saying, Oh, yeah.
0: <laughs> yes, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> Um, best friend, street best friend.
2: Um, he's a landlord. He's <laughs> he's sort of a low-key landlord in this situation. Who's a famous landlord in history, in pop culture? Um, <laughs> um, sort of a who's the boss situation. Okay. Tony Danza? Is-
0: Okay, uh, Tony, um, <laughs> all I can think of is, um, Madame M- 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 Tenardier from Waymits. <laughs> Les-
2: <laughs> and, and what, and how would we, how Because would we... Cause
0: Cosette is sort of, they're like pissed because, like, Cosette's imposing.
2: Right, 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 right. And he's, the, the straight guy is the Cosette in this situation.
0: Yeah, so, um yeah <laughs> that's what i
2: have what's the name of the landlord
0: in lame i just I, well is she a landlord madame tenardier they're like innkeepers oh. and Cosette stays with them
2: okay i mean that's a famous innkeeper situation
0: okay madame tenardier <laughs> well no
2: we have to there has to be a spin on the name
0: um madame tenardi slay
2: madame tenardi slay. <laughs> and there we go madame oh. tenardi slay
0: feels really good
2: (laughs) (laughs) good luck spelling it
0: um Um, okay i
2: actually think this is our best name of the episode
0: it sadly is um (laughs) (laughs) it's the only one that has like any sort of wordplay in it but it doesn't Mm -hmm. it it isn't good but it's it's gonna it's gonna do the job um so I think it's totally reasonable to ask this person to pay you rent if he's planning on staying with you for six months. But yeah, also, more importantly, it sounds like you don't want him to stay with you for six months. Um, You don't want him there. It's a loss yeah, of privacy.
2: You it's, you really need to stand up for yourself and have a, a serious discussion with this guy. And if you don't want to do that, I also suggest just Venmoing him, Venmo requesting him without even talking to him. Because mm-hmm. it's, it's clear he doesn't want to have the conversation and you don't want to have the conversation. But I bet if you Venmo hit request him for some share of the utilities, whatever you think is fair, then he will pay it.
0: It If you are going to allow your friend to massively inconvenience you for six months, the very least he could do is pay rent. Yeah. Um, and... If that's not a possibility for him, it's something that he should have considered before he stayed with you unannounced for six months. Like yeah. that's just not fucking fair. I, I just think, especially right now, it's like we're in our homes all day, every day. Like I just think that our our space feels like more sacred than usual right now, and it's a huge imposition. Um, crashing for a little while to me is like. A week, you know, like two weeks till I figure out what I'm going to do or something like that. That's that's. But once you cross, once you hit that month, you owe rent. Yeah. You owe money.
2: And I know you say he's your best friend, but I also believe that he's targeting you because he knows that you're going to be a weenie about this. I think he knows that you have weenie inside of you and he knows that you're not going to push him on this. And that is why he has chosen you and not someone else in your network of friends to crash on, um, crash with, because he knows you're not going to stand up for yourself. So I think the Venmo request thing will either – he'll either just do it or it will be the catalyst to a conversation that you need to have with this person, which is – and prepare yourself for that. Really think about what's fair to f- pay you, what your rules are, what your boundaries are while he's staying there. You have to have something. You have to have something in writing even um, that will – sort of set the tone for the next six months because it's just you can't be loosey-goosey for six months you'll go it's crazy your money you're, and, and it will ruin your relationship I
0: was just about to say it's gonna fucking ruin your friendship if he stays with you for six months unpaid in a way that you don't like and you weren't consulted at the very least a di- like a direct conversation about money needs to happen because you're not you're not his fucking parents like he owes you money he's staying with you it's gonna piss you off and if it pisses him off okay, go find another place to stay. If like, if, if you're like, I don't want to pay, like find another friend to stay with or something or, and, and, and you know, it, it, it feels bad, but it's like, what's he, what was his plan? His plan was just come and stay with you for free for six months, even though that's not what you talked about. That's not fair. It's not no. nice. That's not good friend. That's not best friend behavior.
2: Not at all. And as to the, with regards of you not wanting to he- have him hear you fuck, well, you've got two options. You can either tell him to take a hike for a couple of hours while you fuck or you can make it a part of the punishment and
3: mm-hmm. make him
2: listen to you fuck. And I yeah. know that that's easier said than done. I get it. I get embarrassed sometimes when I think my, my neighbors can hear me having sex because I share a wall with them. But ultimately, I think like that's something you either need to get over and force him to listen to you. Or you need to tell him to take a hike. I don't know what the situation is where you are at in Texas. I know things are open in Texas, but, like, tell him you need to go to an indoor bar and risk your life so that I can have sex.
0: <laughs> Earplugs, baby. Or that. <laughs> or that. To, or listen buy
2: to a Yeah. Get him some nice – spend more money on him by getting him <laughs> some noise-canceling headphones and tell him, hey, it's headphone time. Daddy's got to get his nut.
0: Uh-huh. It cannot, cannot interfere with Daddy getting his nut.
2: No. Daddy must get his nut. And that has to be in writing as well. Write that <laughs> on the piece of paper and just slide it across the coffee table. And it, he opens it up and it just says, Daddy needs to get his nut. And then you can <laughs> sort of, it's a jumping off point for the rest of the conversation.
0: Yeah. I think that's a good idea. Daddy needs to get his nut in writing. The rest will c- fall into place from there.
2: Okay. Okay. Madam to <laughs> <laughs> Tough. And again, Fr- front runner for title of up, but unfortunately, I don't think it will be because I don't think July can spell it.
0: That's that's not fair. <laughs> <laughs> Jul- July has sussed out some of the most unintelligible, horrible things, yeah. and I don't think has ever gotten it wrong.
2: A, a couple of, <gasps> <laughs> and producer Chelsea has just spelled it for us. Um, it's in gorgeous. the gorgeous, and it looks it, it is a feast for the eyes to sort of take it in. <laughs>
3: Um, I will say a a couple
2: of episodes ago when the title popped up, Trey Sheesh Chap Girl, it was one of the most shocking things I've (laughs) ever seen on a podcasting app. Um,
0: Yeah, I I do feel like I feel like now more than ever, real shame when I see that the episodes pop up. (laughs) (laughs) Not enough to change anything.
2: People love the process. People love to see us struggle.
0: I did see that there was one review. I I did one day go through the reviews, and there was one that said, "Stop nicknaming the needy," <laughs> <laughs> and that has really stayed with me.
2: <laughs> Were they being serious? Was it a bad review?
0: I, no, I think. Well, was it was it was like five stars, but they said, "Stop nicknaming the needy." It is like seared into my mind because it was just like they they clearly like the podcast. They just really take issue with us giving people nicknames. But I'm like. Then what's the problem? I don't know. (laughs) I'm not gonna like analyze it, but I I just I I will obviously never forget. I'll never remember a compliment, but I'll always remember. Stop nicknaming the needy.
2: Stop the needy needy.
0: people who voluntarily write into this.
2: And at this point, know that they're gonna get a horrible nickname.
0: Yes, I think is part of the fun. (laughs)
2: Yeah, I think that's they want it. They demand it. And in fact, I think that. I I believe that they know that they're going to get a horrible nickname and when they receive the horrible nickname they are disappointed every time.
0: Yeah, I can't I can't tell if it's like like oh fuck it's so bad I love it or if it's like wow yeah it does suck.
2: <laughs> it doesn't feel good. It doesn't, it doesn't feel, feel good. good to hear and it doesn't feel good to receive.
0: Yeah, it doesn't and it doesn't feel good to have it come out of your mind. I would argue that that feels the worst, isn't it? <laughs> Yeah. being the person generating the names and knowing that that is the best that you can do.
2: Yeah.
0: Um, should we do this last email? <laughs> yeah, let's do
2: this last email. Um, I'll read it. And it is a, it's another sort of living situation Uh, situation. So Mm -hmm. here it comes. Hi, Joel and Mitra, Mitra and Joel. Hope you're both well. I'm a straight cis woman, she, her pronouns, looking for some advice regarding my boyfriend moving in with me. We met in college and have been together for four years. He is truly an incredible person and our relationship is very healthy, fun, and makes me feel safe. For the last year or so, I've been bringing up moving in together as things are going so well and I'm ready to take the next step in our relationship. Initially, he said he'd like to wait a year. He is a year younger than me to get more time living with his friends, which totally made sense to me. To me. Now that that year is up, he is still not on board. He keeps saying he isn't ready and wants some more time as COVID has taken this year away from us. I've let him know how important this is to me. Plus, my roommate just moved out of my two-bedroom apartment, so there's plenty of space for us to move in here or find a new place when our leases are up in May. But he's still not budging. My therapist says there's no rush, but I can't help but feel rejected by the way he's handling things and wonder if this is a red flag for commitment. Would love to get your thoughts and have both of you sit on my face.
0: Hmm. Ah, <sighs> difficult. Um, sort of uh,
2: So he's younger than her, so it's sort of a demi Moore situation. Mm-hmm. Demi Moore and Ashton Kutcher.
0: Um. Dem she Moore and Ashton Kutcher. Him.
2: <laughs> you really went for it. You really. Any weren't. thoughts? <laughs> I don't think you anything you'd to like me. to add. I mean, nothing. It's again, it's one of those situations where I have um, notes, but I don't have any good suggestions, you know? So. <laughs> I would like you to try and say that name again and see if you can even re- recreate it.
0: Dem Moore more and Ashton Kutch him. Joel. <sighs> <laughs> yes, well, why are we
2: giving? Why are we giving her two names when it is just well, well, one person?
0: Well, she's the Demi, and he's the Ashton.
2: You mean the, the she?
0: Yes, the Dem she, and he's the Ashton. Good him.
2: Okay, okay, Dem she more. Wait,
0: Dem she her and Ashton him good
2: Wait, Dem she her.
0: Yeah. And Ash him, could him,
2: him, kuch him. Okay. Okay. And that is how we're going to end out the episode. Is with and
0: so it is written.
2: Dem she her, and Ash him, could him.
0: Yes, Ash Ash him, kuch him.
2: <laughs> it's so difficult. It's so difficult. Oh. <laughs> Mitra, would you like to begin with the advice portion of this call?
0: <laughs> um. Yeah. So since I'm knocking it out of the park so hard, I guess I will take the lead. <laughs> <laughs> um, I hate to say this, but I do kind of get where the boyfriend is coming from. Um. I, I do think that you can take him at his word that... It, it feels like a reasonable reason to me to not want to move in right away, yeah. which is not um, a fun thing to say to the person. We're always on the side of our person who is emailing in, but I do think I, that I understand this. Um
2: be- yes. Because I,
0: I just feel like you have... You do have your whole life to live with someone. And, I agree. Um, as someone who currently lives with a partner, it's like I, I, I do... I, 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 I get, I get wanting more time to because it's not even like, I you know it's not like he wants to break up. It's not I want to fuck around and be single. It's just I I'm not ready to cohabitate. And I I just think after four years, like you're in a serious relationship. You you, if I, he I don't know.
2: Yeah, and I I definitely think that it would behoove you to let him have the year that he has constructed in his mind with his friends because otherwise you will he will come into the living situation so pent up and so like without that cuz i relate so hard to feeling robbed of a year because of covid like that is something that i completely understand and yes it is the uh, the the chronological amount of time that you'd set forth but it is not the same and it is mm-hmm. and i'm sure he had a vision for what that quote unquote last year is and he didn't get it and i think like it's it's obviously something that he's built up so much that is deeply important to him and i think that you that it's fair to let him have it
0: i do think also like you can have a conversation about like what your needs are with regards to this too is it like we set a we we set a night every single week that's just for us where we do something fun together or something like that like you're not you're not not a part of this i just think it I do get it, but I do think also like I, on the other side of it, um, I don't know. Like uh, when I, when I was like, maybe I, when I was like about to leave a place that I was living in, I had this conversation with myself where I was like, maybe I could live. This is about my my last boyfriend. I was like, maybe I could live with my boyfriend. And I was like, no, I don't want to do that. (laughs) And that for me was the sign that I needed to break up with him. Mm -hmm. Um, like it doesn't sound like that to me. I don't know why I I bring that up, but it's just like, I, it's not like for me, like not wanting to live with this person was such a clear indicator that I didn't want to be with this person. And I, so I, I guess I'm just saying like, I understand the fear of, of someone not wanting to live with you and like what that might mean. But I think, You've been with this person for a long time and you feel safe and he's he's telling you something that you don't like, but that is rooted in something that's real. The year that you promised is not the year that you thought you were going to have. You didn't live the he didn't live the year that he wanted to live. And like you're I don't know, I I feel bad kind of. Kind of taking the boyfriend's side because I do get how this person feels.
2: Yeah, I get it too, but I don't think we're taking his side. I think we're just sort of explain her the 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 crux of her question is: Is this a red flag for commitment? And I think we're simply saying that it's not. That yeah. like okay. we would be. We would be real upfront and honest. I was, I said it in the first call or the first pair of emails that I like. I know in my gut when I'm reading an email or situation and I feel like it is a red flag and is someone's covering, but I just don't think that's what this is. Like, I get wanting to have one final year where you get to have your friends, and he's he sounds prepared to leave that behind, and so I just think. I I just relate really heavily to feeling robbed because of COVID and I think you sh- that that some sensitivity around that is is fine and I also think that your therapist knows your situation way better than we do and we're just simply siding with your therapist.
0: I also think like just to br- bring in another sort of life experience is like when i first moved to la i was dating wit and i did have this thought of like i could just come and live with him or whatever and and i i instead had a year living with patty and that i was so grateful for that year because it made me way more ready to live with my partner because i had had this really fun year of having this boyfriend but still having my own space and living with a friend and, like, having those nights with Patty, I think are, like, really, really... That was a really special time for me and I would have been really sad to have not had that time. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. I don't think it means you're doomed. I actually think it means, like... I don't know. It, I don't get that from the email. It doesn't sound... It sounds like no. this person loves you but just wants to make sure that they're living their life the way that they wanted to live it. And I think... If you can be, if you've been okay not living together up until this point, then it maybe another year won't be as hard. And also, maybe you do that. He does that for a few months or something. Maybe you find a place that's month to month or whatever, and maybe he finds a place that's month to month with his roommates. Like it does, the the year, the deadline. Also, maybe it doesn't need to be as rigid as you guys are making it.
2: Yeah, I I, I just generally wouldn't push someone into making a like a a, a clear like time frame that is like a year. And if it's not, and then when that's up, it's like immediate. Like, I think, well, I think like, that goes
0: for his side too, yes, though. It's yes. like, like he's saying, I want this year. It's like, but well, maybe you actually like, you'll have like three months of partying after COVID. And then you're like, okay, actually I'm ready. So I, I think maybe just like, could you explore an option where he's able to exit his living arrangement fairly easily or something like that in the event that you guys do decide to move in together sooner than that year? Yeah. Might be an option. That's a little more practical, but doesn't make either of you sort of feel trapped necessarily one way or the other.
2: Yep. We hate taking the side of a man when the situation is a straight cis woman and a straight man. We hate it. <laughs> and we ultimately no, don't.
0: Likes to do it. We ultimately don't. We're no. taking the therapist side.
2: You're taking the therapist side. and we don't I not know. Wanna, I, yeah. I want to believe that they're a bisexual woman.
0: I mean, they better be.
2: <laughs> One can only hope. Well, that's it. We that did it. it. We did it. An, an, another bang up job.
0: I think we really redeemed ourselves <laughs> yeah, by with the end.
2: Dem she her, ash him kutch, her kuch. Dem
0: she her ashed him kutch, <laughs> him. Okay. Say it three times and you die. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Well, all I, right. I feel my spirits are up. My spirits are up. I'm feeling confident. I'm going to go into the rest of this night with uh, a little pep in my step. I I'm will. Glad.
0: And me too. And I'm going to finish. I'm going to finish this water. Yes.
2: <laughs> That's the only thing you have to do for the rest of the night.
0: That is true. Actually, it feels great. I did that all the stuff nice. that I needed to do. Um, right. Joel, right. love ya.
2: Love you. <laughs> love you. Love you.
0: Thank you, Ryan. I'm sorry that we made those jokes. Ryan, you're actually really nice and everybody knows that. Yep. Thank famously. you, Chelsea.
2: Thank you, July. Thank you, everyone at Earwolf. And especially, big shout outs, big ups, big ups to the woman of the hour, <laughs> Mitra, Lynn, <laughs> Johari.
0: Lynn? Did you say Lynn? <laughs> yeah. That's my, that's my sister's middle name. So oh, you wait, actually, really? You that was a total cried.
2: shot in the dark. So yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah. Wow. So, killed it almost. <laughs> <laughs> you're you're in the family. Yeah, I'm still psychic a little bit. <laughs> and my mom's middle name. So, wow. Yeah, the good news is that's not any of my security questions. So. <laughs> 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 yeah. Um. Yeah, you killed it, Joel. Congrats on your award again.
2: <laughs> How long can we I think like a year from now we'll still be congratulating me on the award.
0: Yeah, until they until they rip R- urgent care it. from our lifeless hands. <laughs> <laughs>
2: okay, bye-bye. Bye.